The smell in the air is the smell of the burning embers from our bankrolls. It is season three, episode five, Dumpster Fire Sports NFL 2022. I am your loyal host here on brand with the editing. I am Brady G in the place to be. Find me on Twitter, Brady Goodman. JKNKC is here, I think, this week. Joe, are you with us? I'm here for now, and that's what matters. Can you hear us? Can we hear him? Don't ask if you can hear me. Okay, Either I won't you do hear that. me or you don't, and I don't need this bad stuff. The bad juju from last week needs to be gone. We need to start fresh this week. We need to win some money. Wait a minute, guys. Do you hear that? Hold on. <laughs> wait, wait, no, wait. Listen, listen. Okay, yeah, I don't hear anything in it going into my bankroll hey. right now. It's all empty. We're good. <laughs> Brandon. Oh, geez. What do you want to know? Do you know what the happiest animal on the face of the planet is? The happiest animal. I'm going to say... I don't know. What is it? A goldfish, because they have a 15-second memory. So here's what we're going to do. This is our goldfish episode. We're forgetting what happened last week. We're forgetting the mistakes we made. We're forgetting the plays we made. We're thinking forward. Right. 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 We're, we're fresh start from here. If a goldfish is happy, then what the hell am I? Because I forgot mine like five seconds in. I don't know. I don't know. But I need to forget. I'm starting with a clean slate this week. Let's go, though, and real quick, um, remind ourselves of our Dumpster Fire Sports DK League. Let's see what happened. I know I didn't do very well. Uh, Let's see. Can we find the main slate that happened? I had a big oof on that one. Uh, Joe, do you remember... Uh, I'm pretty Not sure three for three with uh, dumpster diving on this. So, okay, let's see. I tried to forget it. I went full goldfish early in the week. Oh, good, good. Uh, looks like my boy B Stokes up top, one seventy four. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He had Geno Smith and Josh Jacobs both for over thirty. Um, he had Saquon Barkley as well. Zach Ertz. Everybody on his squad over 10, including his defense. I was a uh, close second, only 40 points behind. Uh, I had Eckler for 35, Josh Allen, uh, Rondale Moore, and his comeback didn't go so well. Khalif Raymond wasn't quite the Amon Ross St. Brown replacement. I hoped he would be uh, McCaffrey with 25. Down at the bottom. Clear down there, Miles 18. What's up, Miles? He took the zero. I know what happens. I think Miles actually listened to our pod that way. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. He had uh, Greg Dortch, Marvin Jones for the zero, Pittman Jr. for the six, Singletary for 12. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. First of all, Miles, we didn't pick any of those dudes last week. So I, I'm thinking that you kind of need us in our life more than we need you right now. I right? would agree. So I, I think would you agree. should tune in today, Miles, and we'll get you back. And I mean back on that winning streak. <laughs> Joe, tell the plays. <laughs> I don't know that we ever got to any resolution, right? But I want to talk about my cash lineup because that was the whole thing. We were arguing, and it was tough to argue because, man, those you know. Those cash ones were, were solid, man. Oof. Joe kept dropping off. Because we're Lodo bros, my yeah, cash lineup. Yeah, exactly. Joe, where were you last week? That's why we lost. So I'm blaming you for last week. Wait, wait, That's wait. Fair. That's fair. My cash lineup was solid. I did the giant $10 double up. Cash lineup went 172.72. Good for 654th place. Not that that matters. Out of, mm, doo, doo, doo. it doesn't say how many. A lot because it's the giant. So, um, but I did what I said I was going to do, Joe, and faded the chalkier plays. Oh, did you? Because I played the chalkier plays and hit 193 for my cash lineup. Woo! I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. No, I'm with you. I had an almost 50% Josh Allen. I had a s- almost 70% Jamal Williams. I had a 76% Khalil Herbert. 
Uh, Deontay Johnson was 22%. Brandon Cook, 17 TJ Hawkinson, 44 And then I had uh, Josh Jacobs at 6.4. DJ Moore at 3 And Giants D at 8. Now, okay. Talk, baby. Okay, I had Josh Allen, 47. Khalil Herbert, 76. TJ Hawkinson at 44. Uh, Stephon Diggs at 29. But clearly, Josh, Josh Jacobs wasn't in the optimal. He was in the optimal that I was running. Oh, really? Yeah. 6.2% in the cash optimal. Yeah. Okay. All I mean, right. It, it, that's, that's just a projection thing. Like, clearly, uh, Stochastic, where we're running projections from, had him projected better than other sites last week, so he wasn't highly owned. But... I mean that doesn't that doesn't make him a bad play. Like when we're playing cash, we want the most points we can get, which just yes. means which more often than not, everybody's doing something similar to us. They're running off our projections, and those are gonna be the chalkier plays. All right. Well, either way, we both cashed. Yay us. High five. Okay. Um, by the way, speaking of stochastic, uh, you can Read my latest article, stochastic.com. Um, I wrote about uh, the running back situation in Denver with Javante Williams getting hurt. He uh, could be done for good. I didn't realize with an injury like his, 50% of NFL players don't return from that. Uh, he's younger, so he's probably got a better shot. What's, but- the, what's the injury again? It was uh, ACL, LCL, as well as like a lateral something or other. Like a meniscus? Uh, so he basically tore his whole entire knee up. He blew his knee up. Yeah. So oh, it's a 50-50 return rate. So they have Melvin Gordon, right? Um And I think they're going to stay with Melvin Gordon. A lot of people are talking about Mike Boone. If Melvin Gordon can stop fumbling the ball, which he's had a problem with this season more than he's had in the past. Um, I think he can be the guy. That dude's a thousand yard rusher. Now, granted, he's 39, but I mean, he can be an RB1. So if he can hold on to the ball, he could be the guy. Um, but who knows? If he doesn't, I think they signed Latavius Murray. We're looking at a three way backfield, and it's really going to be a mess. I mean, it was already a mess for guys that were running with either one of those running backs, unless you had Javante Williams. He started looking a lot better as the season went on than Melvin Gordon. Now he's out. Um, I don't know. I think if you're if you're a season-long owner of Melvin Gordon, I think you stick with him hard and hope things go uh, his way. I don't know. You guys have thoughts on that? Uh, so uh, I think that Mike Boone in season long, but that's because I'm struggling and uh, had Javante Williams. So it is yeah. what it is for me at this point. And I'm just yeah, I mean, picking up whoever I can look points with. Yeah. I mean, that's the league that you're owing four in. Yeah. So exactly. I don't know that listening to your advice is the way to go. First oh, off, wow. second Listen, off, man, I'm second off. With injuries. I don't need this negativity. <laughs> oh, <laughs> second off, but wait, there's more. I think you're right. If you had him, you put him on IR, you pick up Mike Boone, and best case scenario for you is Melvin Gordon keeps fumbling and Mike Boone becomes, you know, a 60-40 split, 50-50. Mike Boone did did have more touches last week after Javante Williams' injury than uh, Melvin Gordon did, but that was also after Melvin Gordon's fourth fumble. So a lot of people are talking about that. So right. Melvin might get the lead back role this week and have it until he fumbles. Yes. Um, so, I mean, like I said, I, I had Javante. I, I have DeAndre Swift, and he's injured and hasn't played. Didn't play last week. Doesn't look like he's playing again this week. So, I'm just struggling yeah. for points at running back. So It is uh, it is a mess, but you can read that article, stochastic.com, uh, Dumpster Sports. You'll find the link there as well. All right. Uh, week five. We're going to go position by position. We're going to talk our favorite, I guess, GPP plays. We should probably start out with our favorite stacks just because we always end up um, running into our wide receiver plays. Are you guys okay with that? That's fine. You just want to do one stack a piece and then... Yeah, we'll do uh, one stack a piece and then um, Brandon, um, 
we'll go with uh, whatever you want. We'll go to quarterbacks after that, and we'll all pick a couple. Uh, Joe, sounds like you might be prepared with your favorite stack of the week. Um, so why don't you go ahead and hit us with that? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little curveball here with my favorite mm. stack of the week. Mm, okay. uh, it's definitely not a sexy stack. Andy Dalton. No, uh, oh, the, team, the, team that the team that we're playing against here is uh, giving it up in bunches. I'm going to go Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer, skinny stack. Wow. To Jacoby Meyer. Oh, wow. my God. <laughs> that, that is, uh, Joe, is this your 0-4 league? Are you high? <laughs> I have neither uh, of those people in my own 4 league, so they will go off this week. Are you sure uh, Hoyer's even going to play? Whoever the quarterback is, I don't care. Oh, zappy. So, Joe, I'm looking at the stochastic top stacks. Um, 2.5% shot at being the top stack. Now, what you do have going for you is they are the second cheapest average salary at uh, right. I mean, five grand. I'm getting I'm getting Brian Hoyer at 5.1K. Right. And right. I'm getting uh let's see, what's Jacoby Meyer this week? Because he's coming off an injury, so he's going to be too cheap. He's forty eight hundred. I got a two man stack for less than ten k. I mean, give me that all the all, like all day, and then easy runbacks with freaking lions who have been putting up points in bunches. Yeah, I think we should log this to see who has the better GPP because it sounds like we're all going to throw some some uh, puke stacks out there. <laughs> okay, you know, mine's not much better, but hey. Write this down then. Remember, we were going to do a segment called I Told You So, and I forgot well, because I'm a goldfish. Because we told you last week, Miles, 18, and you didn't listen. So, all right. Go ahead. Favorite stack this week, Brandon. All right. Well, just to give Joe some props, at least he went GPP on that. I'll give him some. Yeah, he did. He's starting to act a little more like his buddy over here. <laughs> I like it. I like it, BDJ, even though it about made me puke. But, hey. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Well, I've got two of them, but, you know, there's a theme when I predict stuff for people that have been listening over the last two years. Yes. I'm always a week early. Yeah, always. I'm always a week early. So you know what that means, right? What? Oh, it's Carson Wentz time. <laughs> I am running it back, and he's going against the Tennessee Titans. Talk about super cheap. Check out Carson Wentz and stack that puppy with Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin. And then tell me, you can't run some other. You can't run some nice little, uh, you know, secondary stacks behind that. I mean, well, that, that's what I'm talking about right there. A week early. I, I'm telling okay. you. I'm telling you. I was a week too early last week. He throws the ball 45 times a game. So, so looking at the uh, stochastic top stacks rankings and percentages, uh, Washington. 1.1% shot of being the top stack and more expensive than Joe's on average by $271. That just proves my point that I am one risky mofo. Yo, yeah, you but, should be good to go. Here's the thing with this, with this top stack percentage, like obviously the more expensive players are going to be like higher up in this uh, top stack percentage because they yeah. are just taking raw points and that's the top stack percentage. So these guys you're getting it like getting my two guys at 10k might not give you the most points of any stack but you have great value and then you can go spend up at those other positions. Yeah, and that's I mean I think Yeah, no, it actually um Joe, you're right if you uh rank it by top value uh, your stack looks like it comes in at 1 2 3 4 5 6 7th. So, yeah, so and then where's uh Oh, they don't even list. Um, yeah, because the commanders suck. Because yeah, they're going against yeah. a bad defense too. But I do want to throw one more out there that I think okay, go ahead. It's going to be puke too. That I think that I may throw a flyer on. It's a uh, if the tight end is healthy this week. Oh boy, get your smooches and X's and O's out, <laughs> BDJ. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. It is Kyle Pitts week. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. it is going oh. to be Atlanta stack with Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Marcus Mariota. Now, listen, I don't hate that. Because, because they, they can't run the ball against the Buccaneers. Right, and they lost their running back. Yes, and they don't have right. an offense like the Chiefs where they're going to really worry about getting stops. So, I mean, yes. if you want sheer numbers on throwing, this is probably the week to do that. 
Okay. Um, Kyle Vitiz Pitts mm. is where you're at. Um, I'm going to go. Now, listen, you guys are probably going to go, obviously, but I'm looking at the Chargers against Cleveland. I haven't even looked at them. Uh, <laughs> you should. Obviously. Because obviously, Eckler is easy to put in there. He's catching passes. So you get points there. Mike Williams. Right, Keenan Allen, they have a 10% shot at being the top stack. Um, still quite a bit of value there at 7.5%. Um, okay, so if you do that, which is an, it's an all right stack, I don't, there's nothing wrong with going Herbert, and they could be turning the page finally. But you're throwing a running back in there who just went off last week. How many receptions did he have? Because maybe it is something to consider because Keenan Allen might not be back, right? Keenan Allen's back. I do not like that with having Herbert and Eckler and Williams. But I think he soaks up a lot of those because Keenan Allen's gone. I mean, am I wrong? Well, I don't know. I haven't looked at it uh, that deep. Oh. Right? I just know that they're in a good situation. Let's see. L.A. Chargers. um, Eckler. Last week, he had 13 rush attempts. He had seven targets. He had 35 points. Yeah, quite a bit. But I mean, I mean, I, so, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I think you're just kind of because if Eckler gets a rushing touchdown, you kind of defeat your purpose. But maybe I not. mean, but he's still getting yeah, but he's still getting right. You're that way. You have action and part of the touchdowns, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Yes. Marcus Mariota is likely only going to throw the ball, but, but um, I mean, the game script would be something like, you know, Mariota, Drake London and Kyle Pitts bringing it back with Fournette because the game script right. says they're going to be down by, you know, Vegas has them what seven and a half, whatever it is. So they're probably gonna be running the ball. They're at home with a running back, five box running back, blah, blah, blah. So, that would make more sense getting trash points at the end. But is Atlanta's offense that good? I don't know. They've kind of shown up. I'm pretty sure I played Mariota last week. So you're I, a week early, too. I've, I've, I clearly don't hate it. You got my disease. It's all good. All right. Let's talk uh, just quarterbacks then in general. Um, Joe, you do have your quarterback going up against the uh, team giving up the most points to quarterbacks. Detroit, what other quarterbacks are you looking at? Uh, I'm kind of looking at uh, Tommy because, man, I think uh, getting divorced from Giselle, mm. having a rough week, just mm. got smoked by the Chiefs. I think he's going to want to come out and throw a lot. He's really cheap. He's only 6K, which is down quite a bit from where we've seen him in the past. And then he's got some cheap receivers. So I, I don't hate that stack either. Um, and like we talked about, there's two easy bringbacks on the Atlanta side, so you could just full-on game stack that, go Tom Brady or Mariota if you prefer, and then two guys from either side. Brandon, couple quarterbacks? A couple. I was still looking at the New England quarterback situation here. The uh, Mac Jones limited participant today. That made, means nothing, but I'm just – because Detroit, I didn't realize they were playing Detroit, so that's <laughs> – you know, they screwed me in my survivor last week, even though golf did put up 45 points. So, Oh, I mean, if you had Detroit last week, you were golden. You were just not in survivor. No, no, right. not yeah, in survivor. Cause they're still Detroit. I'm Let's still, not forget that. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm looking at Teddy two gloves. I was messing around with oh, stacking dear. him. Tell me he's on the main slate. <laughs> he is. He's he's, yes, he is. He's going up against the jets which seems like, you know, the Jets. And obviously you can stack him up. He's 5,400, so he's got weapons there as well. Their running backfield is kind of a mess. Jasicki just isn't the guy we thought he was or hasn't been that guy just yet. He isn't putting up a ton of points. Uh, 4-1, he did put up 14 week two and then 1.1. So, I think if you're looking at Teddy two gloves, you match him with one or both of his big time receivers. And what else is he going to do? But throw to those guys. Let me ask you this question. Would you rather do Teddy two gloves or Andy Dalton this week? This is a serious question for both of you. I would go Teddy two gloves. Let me look. How much is Andy Dalton? Joe, who would you take? I mean, I haven't looked at Dalton at all either. If Winston doesn't play, which I don't know if he's going to 
Now, now look, Andy Dalton put up 14 points, 15. How does that happen? He's got a lave. He's got now. So, uh, Michael Thomas was out, right? But he's got Kamara in a game where the total went 53. He went 20 for 28. One touchdown, no interceptions. He didn't have Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas didn't play. No, that's what I'm saying. He oh. was out. Oh, I thought you said he was. Okay, my bad. I don't know. I guess it's a coin flip. What game do you like better on some level, isn't it? Andy Dalton's actually a little bit cheaper. Well, I'm just thinking for, like, they're pretty similar in price. I mean, only $3. Here, here's what was pissing me off was Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill keeps getting all this action. Like, how many red zone touches inside the 10 – plays was yep. Dalton off the field right? That's- and Taysom Hill is in there. So whether Taysom's Hill, Taysom Hill is throwing or running the ball stealing. or yep. yeah. straight up stealing. I, I mean, I can't stand the guy, right? He is such, he's such a vulture. I can't stand the guy. Yeah. So I think that Teddy two gloves, I don't see the same thing happening. Obviously you get into a situation where he could, I just think Teddy Bridgewater ceiling is so much higher because of how they use taste. This is why we're Lodo bros. We're uh, asking serious questions about Teddy. Serious, hard hitting questions (laughs) here on the pod. All right, let's talk running backs. If DeAndre Swift isn't back, I do like running back. I think he is officially ruled out. Oh, is is he? I didn't know that. I believe because my I just looked at my freaking lineup on on my own four league. Thanks for <laughs> freaking pointing it out to everybody. And uh, he is projected for uh, a Joe. big old goose egg. So uh, that's some swift reporting there, Joe. Good job, buddy. Yeah, Got it you, is, buddy. Swift. Well, he just he does love the Q tag. So <laughs> I don't know. I I give up. That one just flew over everybody's head. But all right, I got it. I I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm looking at Jamal Williams again. <clears throat> I mean, he's 6,500. Last two weeks, he's put over 20 points up, 25 and 27, essentially. If if I could be assured of who's going to get all the touches in New England, I'd go there, too, um, against Detroit, like Joe said, giving up a ton of points. But I think you're back with New England running backs, and you don't know who's going to end up with the ball. So it's a coin flip. And then Nick Chubb is just a stud. He's on one this year, um, playing the Chargers. So on some level, I'm thinking about the stack I made was him and Joku on the bring back against the Chargers. It just doesn't seem like Kareem Hunt. I haven't looked deep into the numbers, but it doesn't seem like he's been a huge factor this season. Uh, Chubb, 18, 32, 20, and 23 fantasy points over the past uh, four weeks now they have played Atlanta Pittsburgh the Jets and Carolina but I have no reason to think yeah. he's going to fall off yeah Kareem Hunt is uh kind of taking a step back he gets about a third of the the, the touches as uh um as Chubb he is getting uh, you know two three receptions a game about four four targets a game yeah but so is Chubb right but that's what I'm saying he's getting a third of the production but the thing about Kareem Hunt is he's still on the field, and if you get him at a decent price, you're, the only problem is you you have to get a touchdown out of him. And he's six he's six grand. Right. You have to get a touchdown out of him. But if you got the right game script, I mean, I, I think you can – and he's actually one of the guys – I mean, just to let you finish, he's one of the guys this week I think you could look at. This could be low on. But I think you can also play him with uh, Chubb. I think they both could go for, you know, 20 points this week. Just be man. I mean, it's risky, but we're talking GPP, so we're just giving giving our our sweet audience. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Joe, running backs. So I'm going to piggyback off of what Brandon said earlier during stacks. Uh, I think Leonard Fournette could be a good play this week. Um, That just if you think if you think the Bucks are up early, Leonard Fournette is going to get a lot of rushes. If you think they're down, he's still a part of the passing game. So that's I think Leonard Fournette is a good play regardless. Um, I like Jeff Wilson against Carolina last week yeah. against the Rams. He got 18 carries. Um, unfortunately, didn't get any targets. But every other week this season, he's gotten targets. So that could just that could just be like the product of they were up and didn't need to throw to their running back. Um, and then the last guy I'm going to name is uh, the rookie in Atlanta, 
Tyler Alge. Yeah. 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 Um, because he is 4,700 this week. Uh, after uh, Cordell Patterson went down, Cordell had nine carries. Uh, he came in and had 10 carries and a target. So put that together, that is 20 touches out of a running back position, $4,700. That seems like easy money for me. I mean, mm. but do we, yeah, but do we know he's going to be the guy? Mm. Who else? Who else do they have? Tyler or Caleb Huntley. He had 10 touches last week zero targets but he did have a touchdown and 56 yards i mean this is gpp i mean that is to me that's a risky play against the buck defense but it's a good pick it's just risky to me not a super not a high risk but it's i think you're right brady but i think he, it's, you both are right i think you're both 50 50 on it it's like it's a good play for the price but i think against the matchup and who else are they gonna play it's kind of like eh. i think tampa bay's decent um Against the run, aren't they? I mean, if if I'm going to get a guy out there that's going to get 15 touches for 4,700 bucks, right? Which is why you're right, yeah. Exactly. And and most likely they're they're going to make him the number one in in my eyes because he's the rookie. He's the guy that they just drafted, and they obviously showed that they like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got a target, and Huntley got zero targets last week. Um, so I would assume he's more of the pass catching or pass catcher of the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I mean that just leads me to spend the extra four hundred dollars on him and go that route. If uh, David Montgomery's not playing, I think this is a good week to bounce onto Herbert. Um, I think a lot of people are. Didn't gonna, you play Herbert last week? No, I didn't. Oh, that was a mistake. No, everybody jumped on Herbert last week. Which <laughs> you should listen to this podcast. Yeah, well, I do, and I still play the wrong wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he only got like eleven points last week, but he still had the lion's share of the work. I think people got burned a little bit by him last week, and now he plays a worse defense um, as far as against the run. So I think that's when people are going to fade a little bit. He's only 5,900. So keep an eye on that situation because that situation looks pretty good. But That's the thing, man. Chicago's bad. Their their offense is bad. But they, have- they don't throw the ball. I, I just think – I'm done with – I'm going good players on good offensive teams. Well, you, you say that every year. You say that, you I know. say that every week. I know. And then he plays some turd from the worst team in the league. I'm Kyle Pitts wow. of DraftKings. That, that was rude. So you much potential. To that man's family. <laughs> so much Yo, potential. I apologize. <laughs> so much potential. You know what I did? I played Treston uh, Ebner, uh, Herbert's backup, oh, good last week. Yeah. This is the thing. Had, I'm thinking I play Tyler, good players from good teams. Tyler Croft I'm is saying on a good team. Starting this week. Oh. Starting okay. this week. Okay. All right. That's a good play. I'm with you. Uh, who else, Brandon? Uh, running backs, like I mentioned, if you want to get kind of crazy, I like that Cleveland uh, Chargers game. Could be a sneaky little little thing. I think if you look at their game, I think they played last year. It got pretty crazy, and I think both running backs went off. So if you want to get crazy with that, I wouldn't be opposed to throwing a lineup together with both of them in it. I think you find Kareem Hunt may vulture a touchdown this week, and Chubb's just going to do his normal thing. 22 carries, 110 yards, and the touchdown. So mm-hmm. He's going to get there. What about uh, Dalvin Cook? Where are you guys oh, speaking God. of the Bears? No. I, I mean – Okay, so I don't, you guys answer this for me. Dalvin Cook is, is healthy and playing. Why is Alexander Madison $6,400? One, I don't know that Dalvin Cook is healthy. Well, Didn't he have a dislocated shoulder this season? He played like this past Sunday. Well, I know. He had 20 rush attempts, two targets for 10 points. Right. So why is Madison that high up? I, I, I assume they thought probably that – that Cook wasn't going to play. No, no, this is after the fact. Like, well, I, I'm saying, why is he priced at 64 this week? I think DK was thinking Dalvin Cook wasn't going to play. Really? After- or wasn't? I don't. It's got to be that, right? They're just doing better about pricing up the backups when there's a question if the starter. Thank is, you. Is injured or not? I mean, we just talked about um, Herbert, who may or may not be playing if Montgomery's playing. He's 5,900. 5,900 is not that for the line for all the carries because Montgomery hasn't practiced in a week and a half. So it's like it's a big difference. Like Dalvin Cook just played Sunday. 
Yeah, but if, if he doesn't play for whatever reason, Madison is getting every single touch in that backfield. Well, my point mm-hmm. is, is you guys are right. I'm always wrong, and I'm a week <laughs> early. So keep an eye on Madison because watch, okay. it, right, watch what happens. Dalvin Cook's probably going to be like – this is where I think there's a lot of rigness going on. Watch Dalvin Cook get hurt or re-injure something, like second play of the game, and watch Madison go off. And it's like, oh, he was 6,400. Nobody wanted to play him because he was that price. Now, now, how did somebody know that? I keep hearing – the NFL is rigged, and I'm starting to buy into it a little been bit. Buying into that narrative for ten years, a little bit, but I don't think DraftKings is in on it. No, I don't think the NFL. I, I think that there's something else that's making things rigged. I don't. I mean, I think it's. Um, you know what I think it is? I think it's Mercury and retrograde. Um, all right, let's go to uh, wide receivers. Um, Brandon, you're on one, so let's hit us with some wide receivers. I'm on Ross A. Brown actually plays. He's always good. Uh, I think the fade for me, I'm going to talk about a fade. We'll see if this one bites me in the ass. Uh, fade Justin Jefferson this week. Mm. Yeah, I just don't like, I don't know. There's something weird about that. 8,900. I don't know. He just, I just have a bad feeling about that game, but <clears throat> except for Herbert, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you do. No, there. but hey, uh, I I was joking about that. I always no, always, you're right. Always though. always play Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah, totally joking. But one uh, play that might be pretty good is uh, Mari Cooper. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could be a pretty good play. He gets a lot of targets, which is it's not sexy, but it's like he's there and he still gets a ton of targets. So. Well, I mean, if you want a different run back uh, in your perfect Chargers stack, right? Isn't that who he's playing? Uh, he is, week? yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's another good option. And if uh, Chubb ends up being highly owned, then um, there's a couple of be, yeah. bring backs, you know? Joe, hit, hit us with some knowledge because we just don't know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. When do we stop playing Cooper Cup? God, I'm like fading him all the time and he always bites me in the ass. Listen, I mean, I'm right there with you because I keep seeing this price tag, and it's it, it feels like it just keeps going up and up and up. But good lord, the man just freaking! I will not play him and fade him this week. Go ahead and play him, and he'll go off. <laughs> I mean, last week he caught 14 balls. He was targeted 19 times. Three three of the four weeks this season, he's had more than 14 targets. Like that's just mm. insane. Wow. If I were Allen Robinson, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Oh. That might be the guy to play this week. Like they might finally get Allen Robinson the ball, and I don't know what Allen Robinson is priced this week, but it's probably too low. Fifty three hundred. That's too much for him. <laughs> is it? Yes. <laughs> I mean, and you said I was on one. What the hell? I've seen nothing out of him this season. I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's awesome. But sounds like you're saying he's a bad player. No, he's awesome. They're misusing him. Or maybe they don't have a reason to use him because you just throw Cooper Cup the ball 19 times. They do like to throw it to Cooper Cup and Cooper Cup like looking people. I mean, yeah, it's crazy because everybody knows you're going there. And they still can't cover him. Yeah, it's just it's insane. I I mean I, I was thinking that too last game, man. I was like, why don't they just put two people on him? Right. Like literally, what are they doing? Prove that Allen Robinson can catch a pass. But I mean Cooper Cup was wide open. They were giving him ten yard yeah. cushions. I'm like, what is this? Rigged. So it looks like on some level, I'm looking at some of the ownership stuff. It looks like Jacksonville uh wide receivers are gonna be kind of chalky especially for Jacksonville guys, Christian Kirk, uh, Zay Jones going up against Houston. So, um, yeah. I will tell you, I will tell you one receiver that I've kind of, now that Jimmy's back, it's kind of making me wonder if they're using him the right way is Debo Samuel. Like it seemed like last year they were using him for running back mainly. And it's like, now he's, and it may have just been a, a bias from the last game, but I feel like he's getting a lot more receptions. Yeah. which is kind of like they're throwing it to him on the outside and letting him run versus just handing him the ball. But I don't know. What do you think, Joe? I mean, <laughs> that could be pretty scary because he's, I mean, only 7,700 bucks. Yeah. I mean, so we talked about this a little bit last year because Brady was having a love affair with Debo Samuel while he was getting <laughs> rushing touchdowns. Um, I, I prefer Debo in the role that he's in now where he's getting – four attempts out of the backfield running, and then he's getting 
seven, eight targets. Like that is so much better of a role for him yeah. than what he was getting last year when he was running the eight to 10 times and getting two targets. Like, and I don't, I think we talked about this earlier this year, but every target that you get is worth more than every rush attempt that you get. Because if you catch a ball and get no yards, you automatically get a point. Whereas if you're running, you have to get 10 yards before you get that same point. Yeah. No, I'm with you. My point was when a wide receiver is that involved in the offense that they're handing the ball to the guy five, six, or more times a game, they think he is an uber athlete, he's super alpha, and they want to get him the ball. And so if your guy can't throw it to him, you hand him the ball, you want him involved. To me, that just sounds like when they need to pass, they're going to use him that way. So I'm a big fan. I just felt like last year they were – overrunning him yeah they were more making him a running back and then they weren't using him as a wide receiver as much as they should have like yes they were they were giving him the eight touches out of the backfield but then it was we're gonna throw you the ball down the field twice and that's just not enough yeah so like on the chart here he's playing against some pretty good defenses like denver and chicago and the rams and he's just trending up like i know he had a big long touchdown but he's gonna get you 14 points a game at least that's if he doesn't score a touchdown. But, I mean, he's gotten seven to eight targets and at least two to three, four rushing attempts. So, I mean, what? who's to say that – who's he play next? Carolina? I mean, these, these some of these defenses he's coming up against next are just awful. Austin Eckler, which makes sense, 235. Dallas Goddard, second at 204. And then Debo at third. 195, Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Tyler Higby, Justin Jefferson. And so I'm a big fan. And you want to talk about, Joe, somebody that's getting guaranteed touches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's Debo. And um, he's going to be involved. Right. No matter the game script. So I like him as a play. Joe, you thought it was weird? Because, look, I'm looking at um, ownership percentages there's a Houston guy, Brandon Cooks, two Jacksonville guys in the top six of ownership percentages right now. It's A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill, Brandon Cooks, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. It just seems so weird to think of those two teams as being two highly owned people. And, and right. that's going to be the highest owned stack of the week. I hope it is. That doesn't seem right. Let me Let me just flip this on its head real quick. Do we do we just get different by playing all the quarterbacks James Robinson or ETN? Yes, dude. Are you really going to stack those team those guys though for real? Are you talking about, are you talking about cash or GPP? I mean, are you really going? Well, look, but here's how I would do it because I'm playing. My stack is going to be a good team with a good offense, but I do like what Joe's saying. Your secondary stack is going opposite of what the field is doing, right, with the Jacksonville heavy Jacksonville wide receivers. So you go James Robinson and Pierce, and that then you're in a, a great position because I mean, you have pieces of that game that are different from everybody else. Yeah, I mean, you don't even you don't even have to make it into a game stack. You could just choose one side or the other that you like James Robinson or Pierce and I mean, if they if they get in for two touchdowns and that's freaking two less touchdowns that the receivers are getting, you're just lapping the field with James Robinson getting all these points instead of Kirk or freaking Zay Jones or any of these other dumpster fire receivers. Dude, here's what's crazy though: the highest projected ownership uh, in of running backs is Damian Pierce, Houston, at fifteen point seven percent. I do not see that be a shootout at all. I mean, it's because they're all so cheap. It's they're in that lower 6K range. We just gave you listeners out there that want to make millions, plenty of low, cheap on guys. No, that's true. I mean, come on now. So look, uh, with my wide receivers, I'm looking at running back um, A.J. Brown, right? You know my stack. I've already talked about that. I think Waddle, um, Tyreek Hill are in good positions uh, this week. I still like Cincinnati. I'm going good wide receivers on good offenses. Um, 
Brandon, did you go? Uh, I already went goldfish, so I forgot. Did you already go uh, wide receivers? I did. Okay. Mari Cooper, you said. Yeah, and I said maybe some Debo. But, yeah, yeah. I like yep. all the uh, Washington receivers right now. Which is crazy to me. I mean, no, good, good. Well, I just think you got to, like, you, you sent us a chart in the green room when we were strategizing before this podcast to make it real efficient. Yes, um, yes. If you look at that chart, you got the commanders are in the little sector that's good, bad O, bad D. Well, when you yeah. get two two wrongs, make a right. So I'm just telling you that. It, but the third factor of that is is what makes that such a blowout. Like, like they should be moved all the way over because I picked that that stack last week, so that just pushes them into the potential. Oh. See what I mean? You just got to follow the flow chart. So. <laughs> Joe, wide what wide receivers were you talking about? Looking at. Did I not talk about wide receivers already? I can't I remember. I Goldfish. Who'd you say? I don't know. It's all gone now. Goldfish. I can't well, remember. I, I talked about Cooper Cup and when we were not, when yeah. we were yeah. not going to play him. Um, right. Other than that, some cheap guys that I like, I guess. Uh, I'm still riding the DJ Moore train. Um, I think Dan- Rondale Moore is going to go off at some point this season. Um, I mean, Chris Godwin's too cheap. If he stays healthy, that's a smash play. He's only fifty nine hundred. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's probably where I'm going this week. Right, good stuff from Joseph. All right, uh, let's talk tight ends. I don't know how you can not talk about T.J. Hawkinson, who went for forty last week again in a you know Detroit. They're giving up points, so game script is going to be positive for them. It seems like. Every week, if you can get some of that offense because they have weapons on offense and then a game script that seems to be uh, in favor of that offense getting out there and getting crazy. Um, I'm looking at Dallas Goddard. Arizona, again, is like the second worst defense against tight ends. Philly looks awesome right now, and I think they're going to keep rolling. So if you move away from A.J. Brown or Devonta Smith, uh, you can look there as well. Obviously, Kelsey. Uh, Brandon, where are you at? Uh, well, I mentioned Kyle Pitts earlier, but uh, if he plays, I think one that's kind of getting overlooked, but he's been kind of balling out, and he's pretty cheap. Could go against your uh, Cleveland stack is uh, Gerald Everett. He's pretty cheap. Uh, yeah. The dude is – no, he's it's it doesn't seem like he's not getting targeted. It just seems like he's there and he looks good when he he looks like an athlete on that team. So pretty weird. But uh he, sometimes you just gotta get weird. You just gotta play yeah. weird weird plays. And I I would never think that was a good play, but man, he's been looking good. So that's one you can think of there that might be good. But past that, I'm I'm just gonna toss up on tight ends. I can't find a good tight end anymore. Zach Ertz, he's tied for second. And targets inside the 10, 40% of the target share inside the 20. So you got to like those stats. He's only got a 33% catch rate inside the 10, which isn't great. Probably not his fault. Kyler Murray isn't quite what I had hoped he would be when I drafted him in every season long league so far. It's all right. The Call of Duty beta, it's over. Oh. Should be good until November. But it also is on double points weekends. I have no idea. I, I, okay. I didn't buy the new game. So. Okay. Uh, tight end, Joe. Anybody of note that you would? Play whoever you want. They all suck. I do want to mention Garrett Wilson. What's he running? Because he is tied for first with Devontae Adams in targets inside the 10. 5,200. With Zach Wilson back. He's had a lot of targets this season, 14, 11. He only had six last week, but it was a little bit low scoring game versus what Cleveland, but he went off for 33 points against Cleveland. He's got nine targets inside the 20, seven inside the 10. Fellas, I got to talk about Survivor. I need you to help me out here. So did I tell you about this? I know I did because I invited you both to join this. I said we could go Splitsville. We could do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You remember this? Mm-hmm. I do. Who's my pick this week, please? I think you got to go safe this week. Tampa Bay? I mean, I got, I'm got. i in a second round one, like meaning like if you lose, 
you get a chance for like a kiddie pool, which is like 400 bucks. But um, yeah, I don't know. Tampa Bay, that one kind of scares me. Uh, let me look at the, let me see the one that I was looking at, Joe. I mean, how many times has Tom Brady lost back to back in his career? Yeah, the, the way that Atlanta's played this year, they're all young and they're hungry. I, I just, that's one that I'm like, eh. they just lost their starting running back. I know. We know how right. Kyle so Pitts pulled, is performing. I you saw on everything except for freaking Detroit's defense. So. Come on now. I'm keeping you alive. So I think I get at least 40% of this if you win. <laughs> oh, that's uh, it. 5%. And uh, I would say Buffalo is by far the same. Yep, that's what I was. Yeah, say. but here's the thing everybody's going to pick Buffalo. So I'm trying to not do that. That's how. Are you, are you sure you're not going to take the Jaguars? I mean, they're playing the Texans, right? Uh, yeah, I considered that. I mean, that. my my back of the week. I, I'm taking the Vikings in mine. So, but the Vikings do do not look great. But they're playing at home, so I mean, and the Bears have no offense. So if they lose, then so be it. Whatever. Did you guys see the most insane stat I've ever seen in my life today? Cooper Cup has more receptions than Justin Fields has completions on the season so far. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Joe, where are you at on the Bucks? I like the Bucks. I don't have I don't have an issue with the Bucks this week at all. No, I don't I don't know. I, that, of all those, that's the scariest one out of the top three favorite ones. What's the other one? Well the Bills, the Bills and then I I mean the uh, Jaguars. Those are the three that people are gonna flock to. Right? Packers Packers are like nine point favorites or something too. Right. But I think you're gonna see a lot more people pick the Buccaneers versus like the Jaguars. So, I, but I don't like the Jaguars one either, but that's just me. I don't, I don't, I, I have no problem with the bucks. I just think you're starting to see that last week was probably the demise of Brady. I think he's about done. I mean, what? That is a hot take. He's done. Dude, he got beat. He got beat by the chiefs. He's done. I mean, oh, he, he's, he's done. Giselle broke him in. He's done. He is over. They've been they've been sleeping in separate fucking locations for two months. Yeah, that's what you do this when you're rich. The straw that broke the camel's back. Oh, it is. You yeah, watch. He threw, He's gonna suck the rest was, of the year. You watch. He was thirty nine of fifty two, three threw for three hundred and eighty five yards and three touchdowns. That's he, and he didn't win, so he sucked. <laughs> She's leaving him. <laughs> Kansas City plays the Raiders Monday night. Let's get your uh, Stone Cold Lock, Joe. I mean, I think the Chiefs win, especially at home. Yeah. Let's go. I think it probably goes over 51. You think so? Okay. Yeah. I, I would agree with you on that. I think it's over and Chiefs squeak one out. So you don't think they cover the seven? No. I agree. I'm going to say I'm going to take the under and I'm going to take the Raiders plus seven. I don't, I don't Ch- know that I would take the seven. Chiefs money line. I don't know that I would take the seven. If it was... If it was six and a half, I'd think about it. But the seven, I just, I, I don't want to get hit by the hook. Yeah. Or not the hook, but the the seven, like on the dot. I, I think it's going to push, if anything. But I wouldn't. Bet. If I had to take one or the other, I would take the Raiders plus the seven. Uh, but if it was Raiders plus seven and a half? No, I'm not taking the Raiders with anything. But if it was Raiders plus seven and a half, I'd probably take that's that reminds me of my new rule. I'm going to stop betting KU, K State, and the Chiefs. No, you got to bet KU. They're the ones that you've been making money on if you have been. No, I've been betting against them. Right. Yeah. Brady's a hater. So he's. And it pisses no me off. You just said it, betting with them, like bet with them, not against them. No, I'm not I, because I can't, I can't take it. I just can't separate myself. All right. I'm going to give you guys a lock of the week for the, for the, uh, the bet spreads. Okay, go ahead. Green Bay Packers, New York Giants. New York Giants mm-hmm. plus eight. Lock it in. Oh, you're taking the Giants. Plus eight. Yeah. yeah. It, you know it's being played in London. I don't care. They just barely beat the – the Giants are a better team than the Patriots. You know Daniel Jones, though, may not play. He's got an ankle issue. Good, then they're actually going to win. What? How dare you? I mean, they got who's the backup? Isn't it Tyrod? He's also hurt. I thought he was in. Yeah, because remember, Saquon Barkley was playing quarterback. Well, well, who's their quarterback then? We don't know. I honestly think didn't they like go pick somebody up off? No, I think they did. I think you're. I think you're full of it. Lack of the week. 
already backtracking. No, man. Listen, I know that we've uh, we said that we were uh, making money betting with Kansas, but uh, not gonna lie, I, I took TCU in the points. You're only doing that because you're a KU fan. You want to? You'd rather lose that bet than watch KU win. That's the only reason why you did that. I no, I genuinely think TCU is gonna win by by the points. Uh, I mean, they just blew the hell out of Oklahoma last week. Oklahoma uh, sucks. Kansas. Kansas has been playing great in the first half and then getting super like uber conservative. And I'm just so worried that they are just going to do the same thing and it's going to come back to absolutely. Bite uh, I'm going rock chalk, baby. I'm, even though I'm not as hard of a KU fan as you, I, they've got something special there and I don't. So, Oh my God, oh, dude, that quarterback, I'm telling you, he's going to take over for Brady. AJ McCarron. Remember from Alabama. 2009 was working out with the Giants, reportedly. Yeah, that's fine, but it says Daniel Jones practice, so. Yeah, but the dude runs, and he's got a bomb ankle. So what? Guess who just almost beat the Packers and Lambeau? Bailey Zappi. You've almost convinced me now to take the Packers. No, hell no. The Packers suck. They're so overrated, man. (laughs) They are. You're only getting those. I mean, you're talking about the Giants with plus eight. I mean that that's that's a lot of points. You're telling me that they're that much better than the Giants and they just in a neutral field and they just barely beat at home against Bailey Zappi, who threw five yard passes. Come on now. <laughs> okay. Come on, dude. Okay. Lock in the week. Lock it in Joe. Lock in the week. And then lock in those rock chalk Jayhawks. That was worth the price you paid to hear this episode. I get royalties. Royalties for here. Lock it in. Brandon's gold five-star gold lock of the week right there. You got a bonus one as well with KU versus uh, TCU and the Giants with AJ McCarron. Mm. Thank you for listening. Find us on Twitter, Dumpster Sports, JKNKC. I'm at Brady Goodman. He's um, Brandon without a Twitter account. So look for him as look well. Look for me on that your Twitter account, please. Yeah. Brandon without a Twitter account. That, at set that, set that up for me. While, and while you do that, before we log off, you'll find me on the TVs attacking Freddie Freeman. Thank you very much. Lasted through this dumpster fire this far. We're sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're doing with your life. Uh, but thank you. Anyway, dumpsterfiresports.com. Look for Dumpster Fire Sports in the Lodo Bro League that we got going on DraftKings. Come on in and uh, abuse us and take our uh, money. Lodo contest, $1, $2 contest in there just for the fun of it. So join us, fellas. Thank you. Good job. Go catch you a bag and uh, good luck. Rock Chop Jayhawk Lodo Bro. Oh, oh, disgusting. Ha <laughs>